0: Hello, everybody. This is Daniel Gregory. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. This is episode 428 of the podcast, and I really do appreciate you tuning in. This time, we're going to be talking about details and the small things. And in an effort to support details and the small things, I'm going to try to make this podcast just a little bit shorter than I have been lately, where we've been going on for about 15 minutes. We're going to see if we can tighten that back up. Devil's in the details here, so to speak. I have had a couple of people inquire about my black and white workshop. There is a little bit of room, tiny bit of room left in that workshop. It's the week of June 19th here at my studio, shooting, processing, and printing in black and white. It's going to be an amazing experience. An amazing group of people have already registered. But if you are interested in a deep dive into black and white photography, please go ahead and hit my website, danieljgregory.com. Check out the workshops and that black and white workshop. Don't want you to miss out on an opportunity to enroll in that because there is a spot available. Okay, details. Details are one of the interesting things about photography, and I think it's one of the areas that is oftentimes recognized as being important, but also one of the areas that we sort of dismiss throughout the workflow. And one of the questions I get asked sometimes is, how do I come up with ideas for the podcast? And in this case, I know exactly where this idea came from because it showed up in the editing inside of Lightroom. And I was working on a landscape piece and I was working on enhancing the details within a part of the photograph, working on a landscape, working on a tree, trying to get some of the detail in the foliage and the branches to sort of get a little more three-dimensional pop a little bit more. And in that process, there's a number of tools I can use to enhance the detail within that image area. I can lighten and darken things. I can add texture, clarity, dehazing. I could go ahead and apply some sharpening. I could do some blurring. There's some things I can do to sort of alter the experience of the detail. And, and again, in the photograph, this represents not even probably 5% of the image. And so, but I'm in there working on that and I'm thinking about these details and how detailed should that be and how much should I include? And how do I make sure I don't introduce an artifact? And all the normal things you would think about in the editing process. But as I was working on that, my brain started started to race on this idea of small things and the importance of small things in photography. And how these details really matter and how much I think sometimes we forget about the notion of details and the importance of those details in the frame. And what I mean by that is when I first got into photography, it was the photographer's responsible for every square inch of the frame. Then that evolved into every pixel within the frame. And if we look at a photograph and we think about having some responsibility for every aspect that's in the frame every component that's included in the frame, and the meaning that is contributed by all the various elements within the frame. We start to recognize that little things matter. Little things off in the distance, things up close, the position of things, the overlapping of objects, they all become critical. That the detail of, not details of things, but the little details of how we arrange edit, and process so that we maximize the viewing experience of the image really matter. And a lot of times it's small changes. It's the subtle lightening of something, the subtle darkening of of aspect of something that can make a huge difference. Too many times I think we think about a photograph and we think about sort of the big element of the photograph. We think about the, the primary subject and subject matter. And that's what causes us to miss the telephone pole coming out of somebody's head or miss the tree branch that's coming out of the side of the frame. There's all sorts of little aspects of that image that we can miss because we target fixate on the big stuff. But if we think about the totality of the photograph and we think about every square inch, it's what allows some of us to look at a photograph and say, oh, wow, it's really great. But, you know, I get distracted by what's happening in the upper left hand corner you know, it doesn't have enough tone in there and I sort of escape out the photograph. When I get up in that upper left-hand corner, I sort of leave the frame. Or I look over there in the shadow information and it's just sort of a negative gaping black hole. It lacks some detail to hold the structure of the photograph the way the rest of the image holds its structure. We tend to bypass on those things because I think it's easy to say that it doesn't matter or that Those details are sort of insignificant because the subject, the rest of the photograph is so strong and so engaging that it can override and overpower that experience of something that's not working within the image. And I think that's where we fall apart as creators and viewers of photographs. We end up dismissing what is truly a critical aspect of the photograph because anything, no matter how large or small, that detracts from the photograph or increases our experience of the photograph, are important. And too many times, if we aren't aware of those, they pass us by only to be picked up by somebody else. We then struggle almost in a defensive way of, well, why does that matter? Why is that important when this other aspect of the photograph is so strong? And again, it matters because we're not seeing those details. We're not experiencing those details when we create the photograph. And I think if we got more uh, accurate in our scene when we're out in the field, and we started to pay more attention to the details in the field, it would make a big difference in how we compose the frame. We would start to see some of those distractions earlier and correct them in the field. But we might also start to see a more interesting opportunity to engage smaller details to make them more significant to the experience of the photograph. So the position of blades of grass or a rock or the position of somebody's hand in a portrait will change because we can figure out a way to add to the complexity and the complex interest of the image by making those subtle changes, those little detail elements. And as, so anyway, that's all the things I was thinking about in that process. But I got to thinking about why is that so hard to do? Why has that become a challenge? And I think part of that is we put an artificial pressure on ourselves that there is a time element to the creative act. That We have so many minutes to photograph. We have so many minutes to edit. We have so many minutes to see. And we put that artificial boundary on ourselves and it prevents us from giving ourselves permission to truly have the experience of seeing and engaging with all of the elements of the thing we're photographing in a meaningful way. Because we're worried about the time element, the, oh my gosh, it's taking me 20 minutes to compose this photograph. What's wrong with me? We should flip that and say, it's taking me 20 minutes, but I'm starting to really connect with the subject that I'm photographing and Making sure that all of the elements within that frame are being pulled together to help with the subject and subject matter. Rather than halfway approaching them, they're fully engaged and fully connected. Again, that may require a lot more time than we normally give, but I think when we do that, it allows us to have a more deep, meaningful experience behind the camera and at the same time, when we come back to edit, it allows for us to, in many ways, give ourselves permission to continue that deep, meaningful relationship with the editing of the photograph. You know, I hear all the time, people are like, well, if you get it right in camera, you don't have to edit very much. And I think that's true. I think the better we get exposure and color and composition, the less work we have to do. But there's also an interesting opportunity to engage with that work in a more significant way that allows us to have a much more interesting experience. The other thing I think that when we look at the small things and we look at the small details is that in many ways they become little elements to be discovered in the photograph. They become little elements of importance and significance for others to find. And so if you think about somebody looking at a photograph for the first time and they notice a little bird in the corner or they notice a specific shape or object, it becomes a lot more interesting for them to find something that they may believe they're one of the few people to look at and notice. And that might be true. They might be one of the only people to notice that small detail, that small thing found within the frame. But that makes it a more intimate relationship for the viewer, a more intimate relationship between me as the creator of the photography and the viewer of that photograph. Because we then share in the secret moment of the small detail that not everybody's going to notice. And I think that makes, more, makes for a more meaningful connection and a deeper connection for people who aren't necessarily even in the room with me talking about the photograph. They know that, wow, not everybody's seen that. Not everybody's looked at that. I got to have a unique viewing experience when I looked at that photograph. And I think that unique viewing experience makes for a deeper, more rich viewing experience. So as you look at your photographs this week, maybe think about your process. How much time are you spending on the details? The small things to make sure that they are helping you and being illustrative of how you communicate and what you have to say. I think if you do that, you'll find that there's a lot of ways you can approach your photography with small changes that make a huge impact, not just on you and the way you create, but also on the relationship you have with the people who look at your photographs. Thanks again for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful creative week. Enjoy whatever you do. Give yourself some time to be creative. If it's been a while since you've done something creative and fun, make sure you give yourself a little time to do that. It doesn't take long to recharge those creative batteries, but we got to make sure we dedicate some time to that. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time.